Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. Welcome to the Worry-Free Retirement with best-selling author and fiduciary, Tony Walker. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it, shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Them that have it, get more of it. The less they need it, the more they love it. And it sticks to them like glue. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Ever feel like that uh, poor lost soul on TV that you've seen on the show called Hoarders? Uh, where folks have just allowed their house to basically get in disarray, disorganized, and in, in a sense, they feel overwhelmed about where to get started. Well, today on the Worry-Free Retirement, we're going to talk about the idea of bringing in outside help, not to organize your physical house, but yes, to organize your financial house, the one that you've worked so hard to build that includes investments, 401k plans, insurance, social security, maybe a pension, estate planning, all those moving parts that must come together in a way that allows each of them to work together so that in the end, you'll have peace about your money and more importantly, feel comfortable using and enjoying it. Well, welcome to the Worry-Free Retirement, folks. I am that little man in the sweater vest, financial house construction specialist. I'm gonna ask Aaron what he thinks of that new title and fiduciary. Tony Walker, and today we're going to share a concept that we've been working on here at Tony Walker Financial for years, and over the past several months especially, it has really come together, and the concept is called putting everything under one roof. But before we get started, i got to introduce America's favorite financial sidekick, all mic'd up and ready to go on this Tuesday morning, June 9th. 2020, Mr. Aaron Orander. Good morning, Aaron. Hey, good morning, sir. How are you? Good, good. Were you doing like voice exercises over there? Noticed yeah, just moving. stretching my jaw, just getting ready for the morning. Did you used to be in drama class or something? You tell me. That's you... right. I, I graduated with a degree in film and theater. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. So that's why these little skits we do on the TV show. That's why are they actually, are so funny, Tony. Are, that's why they're so good. They are hilarious. <laughs> no, I can't take all the credit. A lot of it is Megan as well. You know, we, we have a good time with them. We have a lot of great ideas that we bounce off each other. So Yes, a, lest we forget, your favorite sidekick over at the Technical Helm working diligently to produce the show in the background, but more importantly... Already working on our television show, The Worry Free Retirement, Miss Megan Murphy, who I'm like you, you used to do a pretty good job soloing it, but since she's been along kind of flying with you, the skits have become, uh, well, I think people watch the show anymore just with bated breath to see what you two are going to do. Huh? <laughs> you think so? I don't know. My mom sure likes them, but anyway, that's all that matters. If Ma Joe likes them. If Ma Joe just... likes them, then I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> Incidentally, we appreciate you joining us. And you know, it's interesting, uh, Aaron, with the recent, uh, again, let me repeat the date, folks, June 9th, 2020, with the recent government, I call it the government lockdown of our economy. It was the government folks who decided. I know the coronavirus created pandemics that we wouldn't believe, but it was the government's decision to shut down the economy. And I think you probably realize I was one of the first on TV and radio who really questioned this tactic 
and had huge concerns over such a drastic measure. But maybe one thing that came out of this that was good, Aaron, was that people spent a lot of time at home and maybe they got their house in order. Did, what did you all do around the house? Did you and Jessica clean it several times to organize anything or did you just lounge around and watch reruns of The Rifleman this whole time? <laughs> yeah, we just lounge around. No, we've, we've, you know, we've, we've been busy. Of course, I've still worked, so, you know, it's not like I've been at home or anything. But, yeah, we've, we've definitely, uh, you know, worked in the yard. Jessica actually has a little garden outside now. We've, we've planted some stuff, some zucchini, some strawberries, some tomatoes. Wow. Tomatoes, as tomatoes. some would say. <laughs> you mean, was this, has she ever had a garden before? Uh, not, not to this measure. No. I mean, we've planted, you know, some tomato plants here and there, but nothing, nothing like this. But, you know, Jessica just thought, you know, this would be a great time to do this. And I've always wanted to do it. So now yeah. she using real fertilizer, organic, yeah, she's real. using organic garden soil, whatever you call it. I don't so know. we'll trace this back. If anybody gets sick off of Jessica's latent <laughs> produced produce, we'll blame it on the coronavirus because she would have never had a garden had it not been for that. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's kind true. of a stretch. And I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, folks, in all seriousness, you know, one of the things I think everybody deep down wants to have, uh, and, and, and again, we're not making fun of the people that are hoarders. Apparently, this is actually a real, almost like an illness. Yeah, where they people, would, I mean, a lot of people consider it a kind of a mental disease, illness. Of, yeah, an illness of sorts, yeah. And I, you know, I hate to admit this. It's weird. I'm not a hoarder at all. But it is weird. My wife sometimes say, Tony, why do you hang on to some of this stuff? If you're, You've been in my man cave, haven't you, at my right. house? We're going to talk about our houses a little bit here in other ways, but there are some things I've got up there. I mean, this is going to sound strange. I cannot throw away. It's my old Southland. It was called Southern Little League back in Lexington when I played Little League baseball back then. 12-year-old all-star wool baseball cap from All-Stars. Now, this thing looks pretty – nobody's going to want this, Aaron. I know (laughs) when I croak, the kids are going to say, what in the world? That thing is going to go right in the trash can. So – I, I can't get rid of it. There's uh, another thing that's very nostalgic to me. And you might say, well, this memorabilia, but still, I can't get rid of it. It's the old change thing. You know, in my book, Live Well, Die Broke, mm-hmm. I mentioned my father, and he used to deliver ice in Mueller County back in the 40s. Uh, well, let's see, yeah, 40s, 50s in that era. It's a teenager. And it's the changer he had on his belt. You know, the money changers. Do you remember those? Do you remember going to the drive throughs Yes. Okay. Those things were common back then. I cannot get rid of that. If that thing were to come up missing, uh, my granddad had an old 30, I think it's a 39 stand-up Philco radio. You've seen that radio. Oh, that thing's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That I got a found cool. a guy. Don't get like, rid of that. That's no, no, cool. no. But my, my point is, you know, you, you when I say it's hoarding, it doesn't really have any utility value. I don't think anybody deep down, that's, that radio they'd probably want, I guess. But I wonder what it is that we deep down keep things, even if it creates a mess on our hands. So let's take it to the extremes. We know that it's probably not good to just keep stuff and hoard stuff and have all this disarray. And then in the back of your mind, it weighs on you, right? Have you ever done that where you have a chore to do and it's like, why wouldn't you just do it? And if you don't do it, it weighs in the back of your mind. It kind of nags at you. Well, folks, believe it or not, what we're talking about is similar to most people I meet, what we're referring to as your financial house. And Aaron, I'm seeing this, I've seen it over the years, and I guess this is what's motivated me over the years to work on our process. We call it the worry-free retirement. And one of the goals of this process, folks, this is what I've learned in doing this for over 36 years and meeting with over 15,000 people in person, by the way, and also being responsible for overseeing 4,000 plus written game plans, 
is that if you don't have your stuff organized, listen very closely, folks, if you don't have your financial affairs organized, and if you don't have a specialist that can come in, help you do that, make sense of all of these different financial pieces to the puzzle that we all know we have, and if you cannot put those under one roof, I'm gonna explain when we come back. I'm gonna talk about this little project my lovely wife and I, Susan, got into, Aaron, a couple of years ago. You've been inside this project, and if, my goodness, if we did not have the right people in place and if we did not have a written game plan, it would have been a financial disaster. And folks, we don't want that to happen to your retirement. So stay tuned. You're listening to The Worry for Retirement. We're going to show you how to get all of your stuff under one roof and why that's going to help you be more worry-free about you and your money. Have you recently retired, been laid off, or offered a pension buyout? Has the company you work for moved, been acquired, or closed its doors forever? And finally, do you have a 401k with a previous employer you'd like to move to safer territory? Then take advantage of this opportunity to move your 401k or lump sum pension to Tony Walker Financial. Let's meet in person to discuss your retirement options. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com to schedule your free, no obligation appointment. Let us help you today. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. And at the break, Aaron had a good point. We were just kind of uh, bouncing ideas back and forth about ways we are very disorganized, quite frankly, and in our own certain way. I know we all are. I, I know I am in certain ways. But Aaron, you, you brought up a good example back to the home. What's, what's something that us men, you mentioned this, and I'm going, boy, that's me, tend to not stay very organized with, and you would think we would. Uh, I would say tools. That would be <laughs> That would be one of the number one things I would think of. You know, we're we are still working on the basement uh, at our house, you know, fixing that up, building new rooms, things of that nature. Almost, almost have my office done, but you know, it never. Oh, fails. you're gonna have an office? Yeah, what, gonna have an what office. What in the world do you need an office? Yeah, for? I don't know if you knew this or not. I'm gonna no. start working from home. You know, okay, I'm just okay. <laughs> another fallout of the pandemic. <laughs> Go um, ahead, but you know, it just it never fails. It's like, where's the nail gun? Oh, it's in the garage. We had to use it for something else. So you got to get up and you got to go out to the garage and then the garage might be a mess and then you got to look for it or, you know, whatever, as opposed to everything's right here. So I would say tools for men. That's that's really cool because I'm the same way. I've got them all over the house and I had good intentions because I bought this humongous, very nice on wheels toolbox. Oh, nice. Yeah, but it's interesting. Like I said, stuff disappears out of that toolbox and ends up in my junk drawer. Right. I got a junk drawer in the kitchen that sends stuff sends it ends up there. The garage. So that's what's interesting, folks. Is just like finances. As much as you try to stay organized, and I know all of you have good intentions. Um, many of you, and I say many of you because you come to me, admit that one of the reasons I think you're worried so much is you don't know how to organize. You know, it's one thing for a person that's depth and tools. It's just a matter of sometimes just laziness, let's face it. Just get organized. They know where the tools are. They know where they should be. But finances are different, Aaron. You know, you think about that. Most of us were never trained in finances. We really don't know the difference between a stock and a bond or an IRA and a Roth. So to assume somebody on their own without professional help right. knows how to organize this stuff, especially for retirement. I had a, one of my clients in yesterday, Aaron, and they were meeting with my favorite son-in-law, Trey. It was a husband and wife. Now he's already retired and she's getting ready to retire. And it is so interesting, even though they're doing fine financially, 
the hubby is all about retirement and wants her to retire. She made this comment. She said, and even though we were working with him, we've got this all organized. She said, Tony, to be honest, I cannot still fathom how this is all going to work when I stop getting a paycheck. I don't get it because she hasn't experienced it yet. I had a big, full, busy day, and we've gotten obviously pretty backed up because for about three weeks past, we couldn't see people in person. So it's getting busy again. And it's interesting as we're really emphasizing getting organized, rolling your 401ks over to us, allowing us to put everything under one roof. More and more people are coming in and they're saying the same thing. I really don't know how this is going to work, Tony. Can I retire? You know, we've talked about that. So, right. you, so you think you want to retire. Can I retire and show me how this is actually going to work? They want proof. They want a game plan so they can see how this is going to work. Well, just to go back to the whole uh, tool analogy, you know, when my grandfather passed away, he had a ton of tools. And my sister and brother and I, we all went through everything. And I asked everybody, I said, well, does anybody want the tools? And nobody really wanted them. You know, my, my brother didn't want them. My sister, you know, she's like, well, my husband's got plenty of tools, you know, whatever. So I started, you know, just grabbing tools. <laughs> and, you know, here we are, you know, eight, nine years later. And I'll find a tool in the in the in the toolbox or whatever, and I'll go. I have no idea what this is. I have no idea what it does. I don't. I don't know. It was Grandpa's. You know, I'll tell Jessica like, well, this is Grandpa's tool. You know, so I think about that as far as like maybe inheritance. You know, if you mm -hmm. get something and you're like, Ooh, I don't point. know what this is. I don't know how to handle it. I don't know what to do with it. I don't even know if it works anymore. And that's boy, that's a great segue because this is another thing we're seeing, folks. It's not just about you. Uh, we have a lot of people that come in here, and this came happened yesterday. Husband, wife. The husband actually was very, very uh, knowledgeable finance. I mean, he, this guy was sharp. He had kept everything organized. He loved doing it. And I looked over to spouse, and she seemed so disinterested in this. I said, "Ma'am, wh what's up with this? Really, what do you think about all this?" She says, "I have no clue what you all are even talking about." And I said, well, the question is, do you really care? And she laughed and she said, well, obviously I care, but I really don't because really, I don't yeah. understand it. I don't understand this. So I looked at him and I said, sir, the beauty of us getting this organized and you working with us, here's what I told him. And I've, I've told this before to people, and I mean this. We're going to get this so organized so that when you step out, in other words, if you croak first, which he probably will, he was older and he's got some health issues, we're going to step in. And we're going to make sure that your wife doesn't miss a beat She's not going to have to find the tools or put them in the toolbox or she's not going to know what. She's going to know exactly what she's got and how she's going to continue to live worry-free. And he said, you know what, that means a lot to me. Because he knew how to do it, but he didn't know how to teach her or he didn't really have a game plan. He did everything intuitive. Probably like your grandfather with those tools, right? Right. I tell you who used to do this years ago, people will relate to this. For instance, my grandmother Hazel, great cook. But man, if you tried to watch her cook and nail her down on what she was doing, she couldn't tell you. Yeah. I mean, literally, it was a pinch of this. How much flour do you put in there? Ah, <laughs> uh, just eyeball it. <laughs> so it's the same thing. Yeah. So that may be you right now. You may be sitting there, maybe your spouse, or maybe it's you. Maybe you realize that you do know a lot about this, but you don't know how to put it in an organized manner under one roof so that your loved ones can carry on. Like Aaron, you know, rather than just scrambling, trying to grab assets and paying a bunch of unnecessary taxes and people feeing them to death and probate. You know, why wouldn't you want to get it organized now so that when you die, not if you die, when you die or go into some nursing home or something, this stuff is going to be, be able to be passed on to the next generation. So this is the type of thing we're talking about. Okay, we've got to take a quick break here. When I come back, I want to talk to you briefly about a project that Susan and I endeavored on beginning in 2013. And again, why I am so grateful, by the way, Aaron, 
you know this, I'm not a contractor. I've never, quote, constructed a house on my own, but I'm really good with process. I'm going to show you how I used my five-step process in the worry-free retirement to actually pull off a feat that my wife didn't think I was going to be able to pull off. You're listening to the Worry-Free Retirement. We'll be right back. Well, our employee spotlight shines brightly today on Miss Leanne Powell. Leanne, thank you so much for coming up from Bowling Green to our Louisville studios. And before we get started, I understand you had a little incident with a cup of coffee. I felt that coffee go all the way down this morning on the outside instead of the inside, and it's a good thing I'm wearing black today. Oh, I tell people, <laughs> black is the color when you're trying to drive and drink coffee. Uh, Leanne, first of all, we go back a little ways. Uh, several years ago, you're in the accounting field, bookkeeping field. In fact, you took care of my late great mother-in-law's books. That's how we met. That's right. She was a great friend of mine. We became friends uh, even more than business acquaintances real quickly. She's oh, very special to and me. And she appreciated your friendship, by the way, very much. And then our bookkeeper retired from Tony Walker Financial. You stepped in that role. When was that again? When did you actually take About over the About three years ago that okay. we started doing that together. And then I learned you had an accounting background. You still work in accounting. And I said, Leanne, we're getting more and more into the tax planning elements. Uh, Heather's getting bombarded. She's having less time to do RMDs and that type of thing. And I offered you a full-time position. And you took it. Are you glad you took that job? It has been a great learning curve. <laughs> I will say that but very challenging and, and I've enjoyed it a lot, yeah. So speak to the audience because everybody knows what an accountant does, but what did you learn from being an accountant per se to having to do tax planning in a retirement planning firm? How would you describe the differences between those two? Well, most of my background was with uh, helping small businesses with their bookkeeping um, situations. And then I also did some individual income tax preparation. And it was very different when I switched over to retirement planning because it was a completely different set of the IRS, you know, guidelines. So there was a lot to learn there. And so the two main things you do, could you describe briefly RMDs and then also Roth conversions? What would you say about those two elements and the importance of those in the planning process? Well, the RMDs, of course, is a required minimum distribution that you're required to take in your, out of your IRA. And that has changed a lot lately with the SECURE Act changed the age, and then the CARE Act came along and made some more changes. So everything is constantly changing. We're always learning and having to make adjustments for our clients. So that's been a big challenge. And then, we, and then I also take care of Roth conversions in the office as far as doing calculations and trying to help our staff to decide if it's a good fit for you. Well, Leanne, we are certainly enjoying having you at Tony Walker Financial and look forward to working with you long in the future and just glad to have you on board. Thank you for right. making the trip to Louisville. Thank you. Taxes, fees, penalties, complicated government rules all add up to worry, confusion, and the loss of enjoyment of your hard-earned money. That's why I'm offering a free educational resource to help free you from the bondage of your 401k called 401k rollovers made easy. If you're over the age of 59, retired, have a 401k at a previous employer, download 401k rollovers made easy at TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. I uh, hope you're enjoying the show today. And uh, we're talking about constructing your financial house so that everything is under one roof. And most importantly, that there's a financial architect, a contractor that's there to see this project through till the day you die. 
All right, so how we make sense of all this? Well, first of all, uh, you can't see this on the magic of radio, but sitting right in front of me, Aaron brought this in to me for the prop here. Uh, my favorite son-in-law, Trey, and my favorite nephew, Wes, have been charged with uh, working on this, but is a box. Literally, how big is this box, Aaron? What is it? Oh, it's... It's it, well. It's a it's an old mail carrier. There you box. go. Yeah. So what is this and thing? It's full. It's overflowing. Overflowing, and I counted it. Listen to this, folks. This person who's in her late seventies, who's a widow, okay, approached us. You know, we don't we don't actually go out and just call on people. We we market. We talk about stuff on the radio, TV, and people. We get a lot of calls. So she, I guess, I hit a nerve with her about getting organized and understanding what you got. She had brought this in the other day. She had to drive a long way. Her son actually brought her over. She couldn't drive that far. She's Again, she's getting up in years, and she's worried about this. And you know what she told me? She said, I know I've got plenty of money here, but I have no idea what I've bought. I said, what do you got there, ma'am? She goes, a bunch of annuities and life insurance, and I think I've been oversold stuff that I didn't need. And, I mean, it's a lot of money here, and I'm not going to share how much. It's a lot. And I said, so how do you feel after all these years, you and your husband work, and he's now deceased, and you got all this stuff, and you really don't even know what it is. And then when you die, your son's going to have this mess on it because it's all just thrown in a box. That's, and this is like many people. It's not just her, Aaron. They come in here with Kroger bags full of stuff, tote bags, boxes. They just, you know, you name it. Most of it's not organized. And this is even after many of them have been with financial advisors. So it's really interesting. So she said, well, I don't know. That's what I'm here for. So we're going to go through there. We will get it organized. We will lay it out in our software. We'll make sure we'll call all the companies for to make sure we know the exact values and how it works. And we're going to make sure that when she passes, her son doesn't have any problems with all this mess. He's not going to get a toolbox of a bunch of tools there that he go. doesn't know. That perfect, perfect. Yeah, he's not going to do an Aaron Orander and try to run out before the other family <laughs> what is this gets thing? I don't know. He's an only child, so at least he didn't. Did you sneak in in the... Middle of the night and steal some of those tools no, before no, the no. other heirs. I, I was in. very, I was very good about it. I asked everybody in the family. I said, "Anybody want these?" Nope. I right. had, somebody told me that the other day. They lost their parents. This is sad and died fairly quickly together. And uh, they went over to the house to get some things. Guess what? Somebody, one of the other siblings, had gotten there it's first. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, it's yeah, gone. Yeah, I got up. Oh, what happened to the couch? So let's segue into this. So we're talking about constructing your financial house and getting that in order. And I have to go back to 2013, and you've been there, Aaron, because in 2013, up until that time, my wife and I, Susan, my high school sweetheart and wife of 36-plus years, had always lived in very modest homes. I mean, nice homes, but nothing, I would say, worth more than 300000 So our youngest boy is a senior in high school. We're kind of getting that phase in life. I'm doing a little better financially, and I roam into a large bookstore and meander over to the magazine aisle and see a magazine cover with a timber home on the cover. Now, we had seen these homes in Colorado and Canada and some of our previous travels, but when I saw this magazine started thumbing through it, I don't know what it was. You ever had that moment where you go, man, I'd like to have something like this. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. And, but I thought about it, but I don't know what. I bought the magazine, rushed home. Literally, I can remember this like it was yesterday. Show it to Susan. She looked at these pictures, and she goes, Tony, this is awesome. Wouldn't that be cool if this could be our dream home? Well, that's probably the wrong question to ask me because in Tony Walker, live well, die broke fashion, guess what I said? Challenge accepted. <laughs> so off we go. I don't know anything about timber frame homes. I call a couple of contractor buddies of mine, good builders, by the way, showed them these pictures. And the first thing out of both their mouths is, Tony, we've never done anything like this. Uh, I even got with a gentleman that does some architectural plans. He, he couldn't figure out what we were trying to do here. So what I did is I did research. 
I found a specialist that's an architect in, in timber frame homes. This one's out of Steamboat Springs, Colorado. Contacted him. He, he clarified our vision, which is part of our process, the five-step process. See, I knew what to do from a process standpoint. I had to find somebody that could understand my vision for what I wanted, me and Susan, which he did. He provided a written set of plans. I've got them right here. You've seen these plans there. And see how many plans there are here? Oh, yeah. That's one of six roles. No, that's not oh, all Oh, wow. Yeah. So he did the plans, the drawings. He, engineered, he sent those plans to a company in Canada called Canadian Timber Systems, okay, in Canada. Their specialty is to take all these Douglas firs, these huge trees in Canada, and they had to pre-cut them over 600 pre-cut timbers and ship those on five semi-trucks down to Bowling Green, Kentucky. All right. And when they showed up, the contractors, the framers I had, who are very good at what they do, when those things pulled up, they said, what in the world are we supposed to do with all these? They didn't know what to do. They'd already had the subfloor of the basement done ready for them. But the framer told me, he said, Tony, he had all these instructions. Every timber had to be numbered. You looked out there and there was mm -hmm. over 600. Okay. And then it was like putting a puzzle together. So luckily, the timber company out of Canada had told me I better hire a gentleman they used out of Michigan, a German fella. He came down, barely could speak English, and he immediately showed up on the site. He was a savior. He immediately showed him how to read the plans, how to go get the timbers. We had a crane there. We had to have a crane to lift some of these. They were so big. And he literally climbs up. He's like a monkey. Climbs up on top of the first timber that they've erected and just starts putting screws. It was amazing watching him. Aaron, I kid you not. Now, again, this was because it was properly constructed and engineered before it got there. Listen closely, folks. It only took them a week to assemble all of those timbers. That's One amazing. week. Now, granted, that's, that's just getting the timbers. That's not the whole house. <clears throat> but folks, I look back on that and I think about the process we went through, the vision, assessing things, committing to the written game plan, taking that and implementing that with people, and then finally having peace of mind that we've done. I call these the five P's. Let me read these off to you real quick, folks. With any situation, any financial decision to get your financial house in order, the first thing you need is a process. That's the first P. And that's why we created the five-step process called the Worry-Free Retirement. And all of our clients that are wanting to retire, want us to handle their 401ks, go through this process. The second P is plan. You have to have a written plan. Can you imagine, Aaron, if the Canadian company had sent 600 timbers down without a plan? Without that and just said, oh, here you go. Yeah, put it together. What well, taken probably a year to try to put that thing together. The third P is products. Now, it's interesting, we couldn't just buy any other products. We couldn't go to the local lumber yard and say, here's our plans. Can we have 660 Douglas fir timbers cut? Just I mean, they would have laughed at us. We had to have the right products to go in the, the house. Does it make sense? And then around that were the proper windows and the insulation, which was different, etc. Fourth, you need people. In yeah. order to make something happen, folks, there are times when you have to go outside yourself. I know it's hard to do. I'm, I used to be the world's worst at this. I thought I could do everything myself. And I realized, boy, if you find the right people that know what they're doing and you let them implement everything, oh, boy, what a world of difference that is. Folks, at Tony Walker Financial, besides myself, we have two other fiduciaries, total of three fiduciaries. A lot of firms don't even have any fiduciaries out here recklessly giving advice without really anything by law holding them accountable to anything. So we have three full-time fiduciaries, nine full-time service experts. The reason I spend so much money on staff is because there's so much that has to be done in the retirement planning process, and I need help. I can't do it all. We have over 2,000 clients. 
So the fourth is people. At Tony Walker Financial, we've got some great people, and unfortunately, I had great people helping me with the construction of this house. And finally, the five, the fifth P, I love this one, peace. And I mean peace of mind. So the thing that happens, folks, is when you're working with a trained retirement specialist that allows, that, that takes you through this process of putting everything under one roof, a written game plan, having a process, having great people in place, I can assure you, you're going to have more peace of mind about not only while you're alive and enjoying this money, but when you're dead and gone. This is the point of the worry-free retirement, folks, and there's no reason you shouldn't have a plan in place. Why don't you let us help you? There's no cost or obligation to meet. We will provide you a written game plan. It's going to be a whole lot cheaper than that architect. I'm not even going to tell you. If Susan ever finds out what that architect charged me, we're done. We'll be at the courthouse steps, <laughs> although she likes the house. She understands. But our written game plan for those who are qualified, retired or retiring soon, is free. So take advantage of that. Look, call us right now at 877-499-9255, 877-499-WALK, or log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Click on that Let's Get Started button. I'll be happy to meet with you in our Bowling Green, Louisville, or our Lexington, Kentucky offices. And don't forget, we've got a brand new download on the website. It's called 401k Rollovers Made Easily. This booklet will help you understand how moving your 401k to Tony Walker Financial will get you on the path to a worry-free retirement. TonyWalkerFinancial.com. And between now and next week, you remember, if all else fails, you be worry-free. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it, shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do.